It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Oh, this music matches the overcast, damp nature of today. <laughs> and the question, Chris Hahn on the left, and yours truly, Curtis Lee on the right, once again rejoining all of you. We uh, assess the return of New York City back to the vibrancy it had before the lockdown and pandemic of March is, 2020, yeah. based on your ability to find a free parking spot on Sunday. I, I am looking out the window right now at my car, <laughs> which is the same color as your uniform. I can see it right there over, over your shoulder, Red. Mr. Sliwa. And I had accidentally parked... In diplomatic parking, which I don't understand why there's diplomatic parking on Third Avenue. I don't know where there's a, a, a diplomatic center here. Uh, but I had accidentally parked in a diplomatic spot, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to put it in a garage. Yeah. So I started circling around and found one right in front of the building. Let me ask so- you, you're <laughs> such a hardcore progressive. You identify you're all in blue today. Why would you have a red car, which is synonymous with being a Trumper? Well, no, a red hat. Is synonymous with being a Trump. Yeah, but red, the color red with Republicans. I don't know. I saw, I saw this car on the lot, and uh, you know, it, uh, three years ago, and I'm like, wow, that's a good looking well, car. I'll, I'll give you. An and, and then I looked closer. Hold on, I looked closer at it, and it said hybrid, and it was not only a hybrid; it was eligible for the New York State Clean Pass, which means I could drive it in the HOV lanes <laughs> by myself, which at the time mattered oh, because yes. I was going back and forth to Manhattan and back and forth to other parts of Long Island. Without I mean, having I, a mannequin right, or yeah. a sex doll. I didn't, doll I didn't have to you. put like a hat and like glasses on my seat covered <laughs> to be in the HOV lane or just, you know, chalk it up as this is the cost of doing business and pay like $500 of fines a year. But I, so I, I like, wow, this is a great deal. And it's a beautiful car. It's a, it's a luxury car. It's a full-size you know, sedan, and I love it. But everything nowadays you're identified with by color. Yeah. So, in fact, if you had been leaving the Oscars with your trendoid <laughs> friends, your Democratic Socialists yeah, of yeah, America. I, I didn't get my invite to the, to the Oscars. Maybe it got lost in the mail. And you were riding a red car through the streets of South Central Compton, Watts. <laughs> right, right. All of a sudden, the bloods would be throwing blood signs at you, and the crips would be popping lead shots so, at well, you. So uh, if I'm in my red car wearing a blue hat, does that mean I've got both sides No, covered? it means you're confused. Am I like a CNN panel? Both no, no, sides are being addressed? You're going to be no. shot by both sides. I hear you. You're oh, going to get lead poisoning. But speaking of the Oscars, we can't get away from the slap. And uh, you're, in, you're into the Oscar thing. Like, no, I, I, look, I wasn't planning on watching any of it. What? I told you this last week. We talked about it. And I actually said to you last week, the last time I watched the, the Oscars was when Chris Rock was the host because he's a funny comedian. I actually happen to be a fan of Amy Schumer. I didn't realize she was hosting this year. And if I would have known that, I might have watched more. Well, of it. it was like a trifecta, right? Yeah. She was one but, of two other but hosts. But she was the best Hostesses. of the She's fantastic. Yeah. So Wanda Sykes is usually pretty funny, too. I, I, didn't, see, I didn't catch any of her, her stuff. Well, let me ask you a question. You mentioned Amy Schumer because of her relationship to your former boss, Chuck Schumer. She is a cousin to oh. my former oh. boss, Chuck uh. Schumer, yeah. But no, she's, I, I mentioned her because she's a Rockville Center, Long Island native. Oh. So Did she long, go to St. Agnes? I, don't, I have no idea where I she went. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know where she went. 
Uh, but you know, us Long Islanders like to stick together. Of so course. there's I, I very totally few understand. of us that are famous. You know, I mean, she's much more famous than me, but I, you know, yeah, oh, wow. I'm in the top 100. You're kidding. You're kidding. <laughs> I'm in the top 100. Is there a list of the top 100 folks from Nashville and Suffolk County and all of Long Island? I, uh, I don't know, but if there is, I'm, I'm sure I'm in the top all right, 100. so let's just briefly run <laughs> through it. We got uh, Bill O'Reilly right from Levittown. He can yeah. chase his roof. He, no, wait, wait. He's from the Old Westbury section of Levittown. Oh, let's let's me, just okay. be clear where he's uh, really from. The, the rock-ribbed all-American conservative voice of reason from Franklin Square, Long Island, Sean Hannity. Yeah. Uh, Howard Stern, right? Free uh, Howard Stern. Roosevelt. By the way, you just mentioned two people who are less famous than Howard Stern. So let's start. Let's, you know, my list all would right, be, right, my right. list, my number one would be Howard Stern. Understood. understood. Number two would be Jerry Seinfeld. Right. Number three. That's a hell of a lot of famous number people. Number three would be... Uh, would be Billy Joel, right? And you know it, it keeps going. You know, top I twenty. If you, the top twenty are household I names. I think if you, but you get down into the nineties, you're getting to guys like me. You so, look at per capita, right? Per person between you, uh, you add up the populations in Nassau, which has slightly more population right. than Suffolk County, right? That's a hell of a lot of famous people. In I, a relatively small populated area compared to major cities like New York City, right, Los right, Angeles, right. Chi-Town. You know, we're talking about Kanye West coming up. Chi-Town, right? L.A., all the freaking souls. Right, right. All the jet set. It's yeah, New yeah. York City, you know. Well, well they, they, the people people aren't from L.A. They go to L.A. Oh, people okay. are from Long Island, and they're like, oh, wow, New York City is right there. Let me hop on the train, get to New York City, so you and really become famous. you think you would be in the top 100, Chris, huh? Maybe top 150. You're stretching. I'm in the top 10 of SUNY Albany. <laughs> but I'm in the top probably 100 from, from Long Island. Maybe number one or two from my high school in Center uh, Well, let's talk about the slap because <laughs> yes. um, you didn't really have a chance to uh, sort of really extrapolate all of these theories and philosophies and concepts. I was listening to two professors, right. one from Hunter, one from Duke, who were talking about this is just symbolic of the 400 years of oppression against how, how righteous Euro-Asiatic black men. Wait a minute. It was, this, was, this was two African-American men that were involved. Know, but this was PBS, the way oh, they were able yeah, to resolve I, this. Were they talking like this, yes, Curtis? Yes, yes, yes. Curtis, I just want to let you. Why don't we spend the rest of this segment talking like we're on NPR? And, by the Hi, way, Curtis. using uh, multisyllabic words, right. words that I could not even find in my little Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> so I have no idea what the you hell they were talking about. You look it up on your phone? You're no, gonna, no, no, no. Because you couldn't spell it. No, I'm a Luddite. I'm a Luddite, <laughs> yeah. please. You got two phones right there. I, I Are those know. both your phones or is one of those names? No, no, no. What, what is my phone? Uh, <laughs> one is the normal Curtis Sliwa phone in which I am totally not adept at it. Right. And one you would say, wow, this uh, drug dealers have multiple phones. No, yeah. this was my campaign phone. Got it. And somehow it got entwined with all the information from my normal phone. So now I have to carry both around like I'm a, a camel with two Why hooks. don't you just have it synced so that there's just one phone? I tried that. Didn't work. I wanted to what? be a dromedary. I wanted one hump uh, as a camel, okay. not the two humps. You are married to a millennial. Yes. Surely she could figure this she out. She did it. And then I messed it up. Well, why don't you give it back to her and let her fix it for she you? Does, she's tired. She's had it. It's <laughs> over. Yeah, she ain't dealing with it any longer. She says, look, if you want people to think you're a drug dealer because you have all these cell phones, right, right. go ahead. Knock I yourself out. I thought one out. of them was like the uh, the Guardian Angels hotline, the bat phone, no, if you will. No. No. no one no. was a campaign phone for mayor, which I Got lost. It. And one was just the regular normal. So is the campaign for mayor still paying for that? Are you running up campaign debt? No, because it's actually it's been merged into the bill. But I still have two phones, so try this to is, figure that this out. Is just, this is just horrible. But look, this is why you work so many hours here at WABC. Let me tell you something. Uh, don't knock yourself out on this. This yep. is just my life. I'm a Luddite. 
But let's talk about that slap again mm. because it won't go away. No, it won't. Even of all people, Rick Flair <laughs> weighed in on it. And Rick Flair, who actually one of the few men ever to wrestle behind the kimchi curtain of North Korea for yeah. the evil seat of Kim Jong mentally ill, Rick <laughs> Flair said, Oh, it was all a setup. Come on, I, we do I, that all the time. I don't think so, yes, man. Yes, Rick Flair. I, How could you I, demean Rick Flair? I saw the look on Chris Rock's face. I watched it. I was flipping through. I was like, let me flip over to the Oscars. And when I flip over to the Oscars, it says, coming up next, presenting award for best documentary, Chris Rock. And, you know, I'm a fan. I stayed I stayed with it. I'm like, let me stay with it. And I stayed with it. And then I had to watch for another hour because he gets smacked by Will Smith. And I'm like, well, Will Smith's going to win the – I said to you last week, the only one who I, the only one I saw was Will yes. Smith. Yeah, you did. And, and he did a great it's, job right, in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and he won. For it, and King I wanted, Richard, right? I wanted yeah, I wanted to watch his, his speech now because, geez, he he just it, he was acting crazy like a maniac. No, no, Jeezy was not there. No, no, neither no, was Weezy. Yeez, yeez. Oh, yeez. Yeez. he it just goes me. by Ye now. Um, I'm goes so by confused. Uh, I got vertical wrong, when it comes to that. Award We're going to be talking That's about him coming up. We're going to be talking about him coming up. So yeah, no, look. First of all, I believe comedians need to be given a wide berth. I, I'm not one of those people who cancel comedians for things they say. I'm I'm still a fan of Dave Chappelle. A lot of my progressive friends are upset about that. But you, I, you're I'm kidding. Still, they, they won't watch a a performance by Dave Chappelle. I, they don't. You know, they thought that his last performance was too. Did they ever see the great performances of George Carlin? Do you, I mean, do you I know, know how I, offensive that would be. I'm a huge fan of George Carlin. That's I mean, just my wife. Nancy. I, you know, my my you know, I grew up on George Carlin, and I actually saw him live before he died uh, here in the city, and. But I believe comedians need to be given a wide berth. I didn't think the joke he said uh, uh, to Jada was that particularly offensive. He basically was comparing her to Demi Moore, who's one of the most beautiful women who ever uh, lived. And then what happened just within a day's cycle, Demi Moore announced that her former husband, yeah, it's Bruce Willis, had to retire from show business because he's, he's got be- dementia. Yeah, he's beginning yeah. to slip. He's beginning to slip. And notice the conspiratorial wave, Demi Moore, out of nowhere, G.I. Jane, she was mentioned, and Bruce Willis. <laughs> Think about that. Then Jim, is this InfoWars? Well, InfoWars.com, no, 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 Curtis Lewa no. filling in for... Jim Carrey weighed in on it and yeah. really lambasted Chris Rock on no, CBS in the morning. He, he, lambasted, he lambasted Will Smith. Jim Carrey said that was ridiculous. Oh, you're, yes, you're right. And you're then right. he lambasted Hollywood for standing up and cheering him. Yes, you're which, absolutely right. Which, by the way, right. I agreed 100% with Jim right. Carrey. But what that. happened then? He retired the next day from show business. You get to drift who, here? Who, Jim Carrey? Yeah, you didn't see that? Oh, I did not see that. He I, retired. I find that hard to believe. And then, by the way, you want to get deeper into conspiracy? Who was the overall show uh, advertiser and promoter for the Oscars. Obviously, they had multiple right. advertising uh, uh, products. Pfizer. Mm, conspiracy theories. Big, big InfoWars.com. And what is it that Pfizer had to acknowledge right. 48 hours after the slap seen around the world that they just got the FDA approved for a drug that helps women with what? Alopecia? Yes! Now, As opposed be... to Propecia, which you and I should both be using. Yes. Is that still Pfizer? Yes. By the way, <laughs> who is going to become the spokesperson for that new product now, huh? Jada Pinkett Smith from never Propecia. Trust, never trust anybody <laughs> with three names, and especially with three names with two first names in the three names. Wait a minute. Oh, 
No, never, Jada. Never. Jada Pinkett. How Pinkett's not a first. No, name. no, no. I'm just saying. Normally, that's oh, uh, that's yeah, my yeah, litmus yeah, test yeah. for people. John Wayne Gacy, things exactly, like that. Yeah, exactly. I got gotcha. you. Oh I hear you. man, if they got two first names, <laughs> that's evil. That's really evil. <laughs> that's not good. But she's. I guarantee you. I'm looking in I, to the crystal ball right now. Jada. Pinkett Smith will become the spokesperson okay. for so, Pfizer, the new drug that deals with her will hair loss Will Smith problem. is losing projects over this. So I doubt he was in on some conspiracy. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. He wait, lost wait. his Netflix hold, deal. Hold your horses. The guy's sitting on a ton of dough. Of course. You know in the future, he's not going to be Mel Gibson. He's not going to be Mel Gibson. He's got to do a real apology to Chris face-to-face. It'll happen. But in gotta the meantime, what, is, what has he finally achieved that he never had before? The bad boy of Hollywood. He was always thought of as soft, a goody two shoes, a bubblegum rapper. I gotta rapper. tell you, you gotta go watch that movie, King Rich. I feel bad saying go watch a Will Smith movie right now, but you gotta go watch it. He's damn good in it, and he plays a bad boy in it somewhat. Yeah, but, but, but please, let's face it, no matter how many times Will Smith has performed on the big screen, and he does a good job. Hey, it's fantastic. I mean, I, you know, I've always loved him. He has never been able to pull off the fact of why, being a bad but why guy, would a he rogue. Have to, why would he have to do that? He's Will Smith. For example, for example, um, Tarantino's movies, right? Remember, yeah. he used Travolta, right? He did. Travolta's career was over until those movies yeah, came out. Yeah, didn't, but didn't he come across as a totally despicable bad boy Travolta in those movies? I wouldn't movie? say that. Actually, he was a lovable bad guy in but a bad Pulp guy. Fiction, a bad guy. Well, he was like a guy. Like this is my job. I'm a ba- I'm a I'm a murderer, <laughs> right? I'm a hitman. And let me explain. But he was like a good guy. Yeah, sure. Like it was right. like it was a very strange character that he played. And in then that he movie. played in maybe the worst movie of all time, the number one Razzie uh, <laughs> Award winner. The Gotti movie. Oh, my God. I didn't see that. That was almost as bad as when he did. Did did they mention you in the movie? No, but almost as bad as they did. uh, He did that special movie for his hero, L. Ron Hubbard. What was that? Lost in Space? What was that terrible movie? No, it was some movie where they came to Earth and they were like aliens here. The absolute (laughs) worst movie of all time. It It was bad. I remember it. Notice. let Let me go full circle here. Right. So here's Will Smith sitting, and everybody's coming up to him, Denzel, everyone else trying right. to calm him down. And then he's announced, and winner of the uh, male award for acting, Will Smith, he comes running up. Who's holding his Oscar? Yeah. John Travolta, but, you know, but who then whispers in his ear because he's a Scientologist. Scientologist to Scientologist. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you and we, we have to this. talk more about this on the other side of the break because you and I look, I sit here every week with you. You know, you're a, 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 a known pugilist, if you will. Uh, and it's true. And, and I am not. Oh, I, I haven't thrown a. When you say pugilist in this realm, uh, bitch slapping, pimp slapping, and slap boxing. Right. Which is very you're popular. You're trained. I mean, I, I'd imagine that the Guardian Angels do regular training on how slap to fight. Boxing, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I have no training in that. But we got to talk about this because I sit here every week and I poke fun at your wife and you never come across here and beat me up because we're adults. No, no. Let me give you a tip on that. Coming back, I'm going to tell you exactly what is part of my show prep. When I'm on with Chris Hahn on the left, here's Julie <laughs> Curtis Lee on the right. It is something I would advocate for so many people is, in America. Is it primal scream related? No, no, no? who have anger management issues like me. All right, we'll talk about it on the other side.
It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Yes. A little Nirvana. A little heart-shaped box. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa. Wait a second. You know, you know that Courtney Love took that trigger <laughs> of that short-off shotgun and put it. I have many questions for her, but I did love her career as a lead singer of Hole. I thought I thought that was a pretty rock. Well, you're a crunch rocker, but no I tax. Was. I know there's no, no tax. No, I'm not a tax guy. Uh, later on, we got to talk about I, uh, spring break. I'm sure that you uh, I, indulged. I did. I indulged. Man, I indulged. The spring breaks have been absolutely off the hook on both coasts. We definitely got to talk about spring break later on. We have an excellent about face at the top of the second hour today. So you want to definitely stick around for that. It's got everything. Sex, drugs, power. But part, part, of, part of grunge is release of anger. Yes. Release of anger. Urgh, urgh, yeah. The rage. Yeah, and this is what I'm worried about here. Like, you know, we have a lot of back and forth. You make fun of me, I make fun of you. We're guys hanging out. That's the way our show is. And I have poked fun at your your wife. I've said she, you know, is younger, young, very young, mostly her age. And by the way, I adore your wife. That I snatched you I from think the she's cradle. A, I think she's a wonderful person. She saves cats. She knows that. Uh, you've never walked across here and smacked me in the face. There's nobody here to stop you. I, you know, you, you know, I probably couldn't stop Look, you. Don't... Even though I'm 20 years younger than you and about 40 pounds heavier, I couldn't, I couldn't stop you. Christian, don't think. That I haven't had that urge. Have you, you had the, have you had the urge? At a very young age in Kanashi, Brooklyn, I remember sitting there in PS 114 in Jungle Jenny Wilson's class making out my daily list of people that I wanted to whack. <laughs> and uh, immediately Jungle Jenny Wilson was not a shrink, not a psychologist like I have in some right, right. school. He, Curtis, you, you have, they didn't have a term for it then, but nowadays you call it an anger management issue. Right. Although, for me, it was always theater of the mind. I wasn't going to go out. I, I don't carry yeah, guns. You I were just, like, guns. writing down your anger list. But I wanted to really whack these guys. But, so, because I knew at an early age I had an anger management issue, I followed a guy from Brooklyn, too, the hmm. other side of Linden Boulevard. I grew up in Canarsie. He grew up in Brownsville. Never ran, never will. Mike Tyson, Amboy Street. Remember that famous interview where he was stung out? He was barely able to function. I think it was Barbara Walters yeah. with his wife at the time. Yeah. Who is that evil vixen? She was the actress? one from TV. Yeah, she was from Saved by the Bell or something. Oh, head of the class. Oh my god. What was her name, Rich? Oh man. Rich knows all this. Rich is our, oh. our source. Rich, can you check with your sources in Hollywood and find out what her name TMZ. was? TMZ, check with TMZ. <laughs> check, check with your sources, Rich. I will I will do some digging <laughs> and, and I can't and remember her name. So she also dated Howard Stern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. But meantime, she was evil personified. And notice Mike Tyson was unable to answer questions. People yeah. said he's on drugs. It turned out he was. He was on liquid Prozac. So understand this, Chris. You notice I always go to the cafeteria right before we come here. The green room. Into the studio. Yes. And I have a little cup of coffee, and I take a little... A uh, little vat that I carry with me of liquid Prozac. <laughs> what is liquid Prozac? You're talking about uh, like 
gin or something like no, that? No, no, it's drops. It's droplets. And I put it in, <laughs> and it it's like a moody accelerator. See, I do a Red Bull before I come on. Yeah, but that's... To kind of get me no, 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 all wired. No, no, then you'd want to smack No, somebody. but I don't want to smack. It just gets me hyper. Trust me, Liquid Prozac, and even though right now I want to reach over, <laughs> I want to hit you so hard, your mother would feel but the vibrations. But you know it's not right, so you don't... Do it, Will Smith. Oh, God. Stick around. It's the left versus the right. Debate. Heavyweight Slugfest. Oh, yeah. Curtis Lewa on the right. Chris Hahn on the left. Ooh. Is this yay? It's yay. It's yay. yay. What is he, it? He's going by yay now. He, he's the artist. What is this, Prince? He's what? yay. He's just yay. I now. can't. Ke- I get. I Not get Kanye, vertigo. He's yay. I get vertigo. Now speaking of Kanye, before there was, um, I'm on Team Pete Davidson. Just by the way, I just want to make that perfectly clear. I'm on Team Pete. Team Pete. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a Staten Island guy. Long Island, Staten Island. Sure. Us Islanders stay together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you keep thinking that, pal. You get white boys, right? White boys rule, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not That's, geeks. Uh, you you and that. Pete Davidson, right? Total geek outs. You really think you're going to roll you, you up? You really think I'm a geek? Let me, let me ask you a question. Because <laughs> just imagine you're in Vegas tonight. Yeah, yeah. Grammys, right? You think you're going to roll up to a bunch of homies from no. L.A., no, West no. Coast rappers, again, East Coast again, rappers? You again, and Pete again, Davidson? I, I am not a violent guy. I'm not a guy who's into violence. Yeah, but you see, the only interest they're going to have and, is, and yo, think- yo, you got Kim. You got you got a fire hose. What's up with that? Because you're a geek. You're Sup- geek. Supposedly down. that's what they say about Pete Davidson. That it's like well, that's why you want to hang out with him. No, right? no. It's like, yeah, that's it. Uh, us guys with that kind of energy. We need to stick together because it's the same, right? And you got no the, tats. I don't I, understand. I'm this. not a tat guy. He's, tat- he's a com- comedian. I'm he, a comedian. I, he's a funny guy. I think he's funny. I love that stupid movie he did last year, King of Staten Island. It was hilarious. I love him on Saturday Night Live. I think he's a funny guy. By the way, I also love Kanye. I love Kanye's music. So I don't understand the, you know, look, maybe because Kanye is such a genius and he's on such another level that sometimes genius turns to madness. And I think that's what's going on there. But the the only song I've ever really identified with is Gold Digger, right? <laughs> was it was he writing that about the Kardashian family? Uh, Gold Digger. I don't know. That was before their time. I think that was before they and were famous. He was the ultimate Mama Luke. This guy was the mama's boy like you couldn't believe. He Kanye. was, yeah, the ultimate mama's boy. But let's discuss tonight Grammys. Originally, they were going to have the Grammys event in L.A. at what they call uh, the Crypto Profiteer Dome or something like <laughs> that. Like, like, but they realized so many of those guys are going to be going to jail yeah, soon. How long before crypto collapses? Just for the record. I just Do we have an over-under on that? Rich, what's your sources telling you? I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. I think it's going to— uh, I'd say the over-under is about maybe five or so years. No, no. I, I think the, I'm going to say June. <laughs> like, I don't think this lasts. It's like— 
like pumping and dumping penny stocks is it, bound it, it to is, implode. I don't understand. Like, all of a sudden, they're advertising for stocks? I understand. But let's face it. <laughs> let's face it. They don't want you to understand it. Just give them the money. No, no. Mutual funds, America. Just trust me. All right. So <laughs> they decide they're not going to be in L.A., which would right. have been a normal place for the Grammys if it wasn't in New York. So they go to Vegas, and as you know, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So that's, they say. that's on every billboard. Yes. So they're all rolling in there, and all weekend long, you know, they're raising the roof. Uh, they're at all the strip clubs, uh, the girls, uh, the men, uh, uh, the transgenders. They're cleaning up when they're on that dance floor. But they banned Kanye West. Kanye West is banned. Not allowed. Because remember... There was that Grammys where there were a lot of award winners, and you never remember who won any awards that night because Kanye, with his, uh, what, his Dom Perignon champagne bottle, jumped up on the stage and started interrogating Taylor Swift like, you're no Beyonce. My daughter to this day hates Ye for that. It was Hennessy. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. He was drunk. Let's just say he was drunk. And yet, notice... He got all the attention. Yeah, yeah. He stole the Grammy show. So you think that, and, and you might be right, that he will be or people will, are going to look for a moment like that because of the Will Smith incident last week at the Oscars. Now it's the Grammy's turn. And you think that people are going to say, look, let me make a scene. Because it'll raise my profile. Chris, it's not me. It's the organizers of the Grammys who so, have said, <laughs> we got to lock down the Grammys. Because you got all of these aspiring artists, some of whom right. may be winning a Grammy for the very first time. And they could be like VH1, one-hit wonders. You know, right. they come and they go. But they're going to want to define themselves in perpetuity, like Will Smith is now, like Chris Rock, and like uh, Jada Pinkett uh, Smith is. Are they going to get the guards from the Squid Game to, like, just stand there and, like, if anybody goes too far <laughs> over a line, knock them right down? Right, with their loaded nines. Yeah. But you no, see, no. you can't say Snap, that. Snipers. You can't say that in Vegas, because remember at that Country Western yeah. concert? Yeah, yeah, That crazy guy in the room well, of the what casino? What are they going to do, then? They're going to put a fence? I don't know. An electrified fence, <laughs> maybe. They're going to put a fence there, and they're going to have a doorman? But the organ and the producers and the directors of the Grammy right. show are terrified that some of these uh, young and upcoming artists who have nothing to lose and everything to gain, because most yeah. of them you'll never hear about the next never. year, are going to do something off the hook on stage. And remember, there's no Kanye. Now, will Kanye try to bum rush and somehow get I, in there? I don't know. I don't think so. The guys, so. Plus, it's Sunday, it. and now he's very religious. Doesn't oh, he do like in a the church mornings. show? Yeah, in the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that ain't I know that a little later on we're going to talk about some of those fiery <laughs> preachers and some of their problems. I wonder if Ye is one of them now. So what is your favorite Ye song, a.k.a. Kanye West? Touch the Sky, without a doubt. Love it. Not Great Gold song. Diggers. No. I mean, I like that song, but I think Touch the Sky, is that's his classic right there, right? Is it Touch the Sky or Kiss the Sky? It's Touch the Sky. It's touch the sky. I'm right. Yeah. Now, uh, extrapolate on this because the other big story that's taking place on the left coast and our coast is it's winding down spring break. Uh, I never had an opportunity to go to spring break, only with Guardian Angels to stop all the madness <laughs> and chaos uh, on the beaches and the no-tell motels, Holiday Inn Expresses. But I have a feeling that you, Chris Hahn, were a real dog. I, spring break. I, I went on spring break twice in 1994 and 1995, both times Panama City, Florida. The handle? That's what, that was the cool place to go the in the 90s. The place that delivered the election in 2000 of well, Bush 43 is, and not Al Gore? This is pre-that. Pre, uh, 
But it, you know, nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety five. I actually talked about this on Fox News last week with Kennedy. She was there at in Panama City at a place called Spinnaker's. We saw Bush play in the rain, the band Bush, not the President Bush, and and it was it's it's it it was a great time. Eight of us. Uh, took a suite at the Barney Gray Motor Lodge. No, wait a second. The Barney Gray Motor Lodge. That's the on par bar- with Motel 6 and Super 8. The Barney Gray Motor Lodge was on the water in Panama City. <laughs> on the water. Okay? And it was $13 each per night. Now, if I remember stayed correctly, for a week. when I was in Panama City, you had a combination. You had hillbillies coming over from Alabama. You did. And then you got hardcore black urban guys like flooding the beach area too. A mixture of the I, two. I don't recall. I remember just well, being all, it was you? all college kids. Yeah, of course they're college. Yeah, but... it was it was all college kids, and I don't remember uh, the racial breakdown. I think it was very diverse. I think it's very mixed now. It was very diverse when I was there, but yeah, there were a lot of people from Alabama. And, uh, and with rebel South. flags, rebel flags. There, it, were, it was a pretty interesting. Let me let me say, I was drunk most of the time, the entire time. I was. I don't drink anymore, but back then I did, and I was drunk for basically five days. And I met a lot of young ladies, if you might say. I had a lot of fun. Were they Dixie chicks? Did they come with their? Uh, I I I did meet one did or two. Did they have their Daisy Dukes on? I, I did meet one or two women from the South. Let's just say I had a thing for Southern women back then. And it was it was a it was a blast. It All right, was, so it was now, a good time. Over what you do remember over those five days, yeah. did you do anything that should have gotten you locked up by the county sheriff, uh, where you got to sign the pick and peas and the pea patch at the county farm for a month? <laughs> I, I'm sure I didn't. I'm I was always one of those guys who was very straight laced. Uh, so I didn't I didn't do anything. But that you could've... did see a lot of wild and crazy stuff. Oh my God! I saw. I mean, you know, we stood on the street for like an hour just. Walking up to girls and saying, "Hey, you want to you want to make out?" Every other one would say yes. <laughs> so it was like, "Wow, it, it was pretty crazy." First base, it was insane. Wait, you were five hundred? I was batting five hundred, just Man. walking up to strange women. Hey, welcome to Panama City. <laughs> I was like acting like I was the welcome. So what is that? So a Dixie chick wearing Daisy Dukes that you don't know. She recognizes Curtis, you're a Yankee. I could tell you stories yes. about Panama City, Florida, and my first the first time I went there on spring break was wild. The second time was not so wild. We Ooh. actually graduated and we said, let's go on spring break again now that we have some money. And we actually stayed at a nicer hotel and played a lot of golf, but didn't do as much you know, crazy stuff. How but, different this was than the movies I watched as a kid. What was that? Beach blanket bingo with Annette <laughs> Funicella and spring Paul Anko. Was it where the boys are? Right, right. Yeah. But I mean, how tame and mild that was. All they were doing was twist and shout. It uh, the was, frug, it was the boogaloo. It was a wild, like six days. I have never been so tired in my life as I was. You know, when I got home from spring break. I, it was it was insane. It was an insane, insane time. All right. Now, how would you compare it comparably to uh, the uh, spring break that has been a real problem uh, in both the east coast of Florida and over in Santa Barbara, south yeah. of Los Angeles? I don't know how anybody could afford to have spring break in Santa Barbara. I took my family to Santa Barbara about six years ago, seven years ago. I think I, 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 think I spent all my money there. Anyway, <laughs> so, Santa Barbara, if beautiful. you haven't been One there. of the most beautiful places oh, on Earth. It is drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful. You hit that beach area, and then you, it's like you're looking up a mountainside as cars are going up. And you say, ooh, that's where Michael Jackson's Never Neverland uh, was. Oprah. Ooh, that's where Ronald Reagan's right. ranch was. Right. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's where my brother-in-law's grandmother lives. <laughs> it was insane. It, but, it, it's yeah. so beautiful. But this weekend, 
It's like domestic terrorists. I, I like, can't believe it. Like like locusts through a cornfield. They yeah. were just eating up everything. All these uh, college kids. I, I don't. I don't even know where they would stay. Where they could afford. I mean, like I said, I don't think there are any thirteen dollar a night motels in Santa Barbara. There were like fifty people on a deck. Yeah, fifty people, the, and it, the the decks were cringing. You would have thought there was a, a volcano eruption nearby or an earthquake. Yeah, that's not good. Now that's not good. let's flip the script. To Miami Beach, which was mm. in total lockdown. You got people dying of, of overdoses there. Overdoses. West Point kids. Gunshots. Uh, they had to impose a curfew like at 6 o'clock at night, which meant all the gin mills and restaurants lost they were their shirts. They were, they, were, they were dying over that. And think of it. It used to be, where did everybody want to go? Fort Lauderdale. And Daytona Beach. Panama. Huh? Panama City. I know, but that's low budget. South Padre Island in Texas. Let's face it. Yeah. That, that was a bit low budget. It was very low budget, but it was a lot of fun. But everybody wanted to hit Fort Lauderdale. Everybody wanted to hit Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach because, you know, it was near the track. You know, you could actually see the track yeah, in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Right, rev up your engines. Yeah, I never understood the Daytona Beach lore for spring break. Panama City, though, had a lot of bars, a lot of clubs, and a beautiful beach. So because this lockdown and pandemic... It's just like being stripped away. Right. This was like really the first spring break in two years where everybody with high levels of testosterone. I I would imagine everybody went this year. And estrogen like just pouring through their craniums. Yep. Had that urge to merge and just join together at the hip. Yeah. I mean, clearly. I mean, that that happens on spring break normally. So so can you imagine being locked down for two years? Okay, daddy. Daddy? Yeah, daddy. Because now you're a daddy. I am a daddy. Now you have a daughter. I have two daughters. Uh, two daughters. Yeah. Excuse me. That's even worse. I know. Double I'm the un- trouble. Unlike you, I, I was not blessed with sons. I have daughters. I know, but you see, when, who you, I have, am blessed with. when you have sons, you're not as concerned for them as you would be yeah. if it's daddy's little My girl. older daughter, I'm more concerned about. My younger daughter would beat them up, I think. She's <laughs> taller than both of us, and you met her. I met her. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when we had bring your kids a, to she work She is the striker on her soccer team. She's, you know, All right, tough. but let's say they decide that they're going on spring break. And they're going down either to the East Coast, uh, Florida, you know, from either Miami Beach, South Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Daytona Beach, all up and down. Or they decide, wow, they really want to explore America and head to the West Coast and especially Santa Barbara. (laughs) What advice would you give them, knowing that you probably already told them tales of what a dog, how decadent, debaucherous, and hedonistic you were? I have never told them how bad I was at spring break. They, you know, hopefully they don't go through looking through my college stuff and find pictures. But, uh, but no, I would tell them, don't drink anything anybody gives you. How about that? Don't buy your own drinks. Or watch the drink being poured from the bartender. Don't drink anything. Because what I'm seeing right now is people slipping things in people's drinks, and that scares me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And you, yourself, were a bartender, right, at a towny bar. I was in Albany, New York. And nobody tried to slip anybody's Spanish fly. Cagney's on Central. No, no Spanish fly, any Uh, of those? No, Bill Cosby. There was no Spanish fly there. (laughs) No. But you're right. I never even thought of that. That's the thing I worry about the most. Go to the bars. That's right. And they slip them these Mickeys. And I look, and neither one of my daughters are drinkers. My younger one's too young to to drink. My older one, you know, is old enough to drink, but she's not a drinker at all. She doesn't drink, just like me. Um, But, you know, even if you're getting a club soda, somebody could slip something in there and knock you out. You mean like uh, LL Cool J, right? I want to knock you out. Uh, (laughs) You know, I can't believe you. You're so... Another guy from Long Island. I think he's probably fifth. 
I mean, <laughs> on the list. Queens. Of no, he's from Deer Park. Wait a second. I thought he was from Southeast Queens. <laughs> he is Queens. from Deer Hold Park. Hold on a second. He went to Deer Park High School. When I <laughs> walked off the number Where my parents went. My Hold parents on. went to Deer Park Hold High School. Hold on. I right. challenge you on this. LL, if you're listening, call in. I don't think the phones are open right now, Hold but on. we will, you know, Recently, take I got off the number seven train. Yeah. Uh, right in the shadow of the old Shea Stadium. Yeah. Uh, your favorite, City Field. Uh, I'm a Yankee fan. Oh. Sorry. I don't want you as a Yankee fan. I go fan. up to... Uh, 161st you Street. You disparage I, uh, the interlocking no, 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 NNY of the York Trust me. So I'm walking towards the Unisphere because there's a big rally of labor unions who are opposed to uh, what Eric Adams did here in uh, maintaining the vaccine mandate and not uh, rescinding so like it as seven, he did. Seven or eight people showed up to no, the rally. It's a pack rally. Pack All crowd. the unions were yeah, represented. Like Forty people. So <laughs> as I'm walking there with the Guardian right. Angels, there's this huge statue of LL Cool J with a boombox. Right. And it says "Son of Queens." Yeah, he was born in Queens, but he you grew can't up claim him as your own. I'm sorry. Okay, so then that moves me up a notch on the fame list on Long Island. If you want to take them back to Queens, well, that's right. I am that makes you 149. Yeah, I'm like 149, not 150. All right, if that's the way you want to play, we'll play. Boy. But he went to Deer Park High School. That is a fact. You know, uh, Chris Han, you are amazing. You really just weaselled your way out of giving he advice went to your to daughters. Deer Park High School. All right, none of this. Uh, you weaseled out of giving advice to your daughters for spring break I love, because I, I gave the advice: don't take any drinks from anybody period and so basically i'll give you money i'll buy all the drinks don't don't take from anything. prohibition right no i don't look i'm not gonna tell them not to drink i drank when i was in college wine coolers no. what are you gonna look at them doing, the wine I was coolers? Doing mad dog back in the day mad bad. dog mad dog midnight express well, no it was like uh watermelon flavored mad dog God, this it was guy, like two dollars you were a freak we got more to talk about stick around It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn, heavyweight slugfest. Oh, it's LL, who we have learned... We have learned, I love this song. It's one of my favorite uh, Cool J songs. Fantastic. Um, he was born on Long Island and raised in Queens. Now, uh, who see, moves from Suffolk County to St. Albans, Queens? That's I don't true. know what's that's up with true. that. You normally, it's the other way around, usually. Right. Uh, but he went to a very tough high school, Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Southeast Queens. Uh, it was so bad, they divided it into four separate high schools, and they called it Tears, <laughs> with their own principal and their own deans and their wow. own police department. Uh, tough school, but he is considered the son of Queens. He is. You cannot rob that from him. So well, you're now, you know, he's the son of Long Island who moved to Queens. Just saying. But that, that song, the comeback, right, could be Mel Gibson. Uh, you know, here's a guy, remember, what was it, like 2006? I, I'm not watching any Mel Gibson films ever. But wait a second, he gets stopped, right, by the deputy up there yep. in the hills uh, in San Fernando Valley or whatever. I think he was in Santa Barbara. He was going to spring break. Good. And starts spewing right. out the anti-Semitic nonsense. Horrible. And then that's it. His uh, Anti-black stuff with his wife. On the phone. Right, but his, uh, his uh, career went into a tailspin. Yes. So let's imagine, forget for a moment uh, Will Smith, 
right. Jada Pinkett Smith, forget Chris Rock, forget the slap. That all of a sudden, remember, he was nominated Director of the Year for Hacksaw Ridge. He won. He did. Yeah. So just imagine <laughs> if when he won that award in, what, 2017. Right. If, like, uh, 10 years after the anti-Semitic incident, all of a sudden Larry David had flashbacks, <laughs> went up on that, you know, as Geek of the Year, and pimp-slapped Mel Could you Gibson. imagine? Could you imagine? It would have been great. He would have gotten a standing ovation, right? I, I think it was a guy would have been more like the guy who played Sonny Corleone. He's Jewish. James Caan. That's James right. Conn should have got up there and smacked him in the head. The guy who uh, tried to sue me because I said he was affiliated with the Colombo crime family. Really? Come on, James Conn. <laughs> but born on my birthday, March 26th, we share that my, birthday. Same day as my older daughter. But let me ask you this. I remember on his comeback, Mel Gibson, Jodie Foster, a lifelong friend of his, yep. decided to throw him a Hollywood lifeline and had him star in that movie Beaver in which he had those sock puppets, remember? Yep. I'm sure that was one of your favorite movies. I didn't watch it. Wow. I'm done with him. I didn't watch Daddy's Home 2, even though I liked Daddy's Home 1 because Mel Gibson was You didn't watch that film he did of the indigenous peoples from South America in their native language in the Brazilian Amazon jungles? I don't feel like he's explained his anti-Semitic rant. Enough. You'll never, you'll never forgive him. Uh, look, I'm look, I'm uh, uh, I'm the grandson of Holocaust survivors, and I'm not telling people to boycott him. I just don't feel for me. This? I'm done this? with the guy. How about this? And I loved his work. I loved, you know, Mad Max is one of my favorite movies growing up. Oh, absolutely. You know, and you and remember know, who had the cameo in Mad Max? Tina Turner. That's that wasn't right. even a cameo. She had a big part. Right. You're in correct. The third, Thank in you the for third, that. In the third movie. Tina uh, Turner was showing shots of leg in that, yeah. and you said, oh, my God. And she was, like, in her late 50s yes. when she did that movie. She yes. looked great. She lives, I think, now in Switzerland. She, she, I saw her accept the award for it, when she was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She Band. is incredible. She looked great for a woman. In, she's, like, 85. And talk about somebody who was looks better than either, She looks better than either one of us. Her husband, Ike, yeah. really abused her. Really I think that's going to be Will her. Smith's next comeback role. He's going to play Ike Turner oh. <laughs> in, a, in a remake of Tina oh, don't and Ike. Tell me. Jada Pinkett Smith is going to play Tina Turner. No, no, no. They're going to get somebody else. Maybe they'll get. Maybe they'll get somebody else to play Tina Turner. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself: Here's Mel Gibson, Braveheart, right? Right. No doubt, Academy Award winning. Yeah, he won it. And remember, at the end, he gets impaled. He gets impaled by that guy, mm-hmm. you know, with the hood on. Yeah. Is that what you'd like to do to Mel Gibson? No, no, no. I don't wish violence on anybody. I'm not a violent guy. I'm a pacifist. Oh, that's right. Well, I don't want, want to kill want anybody. Here, I got some liquid protein. I mean, if, here, Pu- if Putin could get you know killed tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset about it, but I wouldn't do it. Oh, so. oh okay. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of people that you might like to strangle, you might like to sort of put Preparation H on mm. uh, and have them dry up and float away. The guy who's going to be Speaker of the House. I don't oh, think, yes. I don't think he's going to be Speaker. Even, Ke- even, if they, even if they take the, the House, I don't think he will be Speaker. What? I just don't think it's going to happen. Oh, you're thinking uh, Psycho Boy Jordan? Yeah, I think your boy, Jim Jordan. Without the jacket Jim on? Jim Shorts Jordan will be up there. <laughs> talk about a guy with an anger yeah, management yeah, talk problem. talk about a guy who's probably smacked a few people in his life. <laughs> Jim Jordan is going to be Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy's weak. Who is it you want to talk about coming up next? Well, we're going to have the about face of the week. Coming up next, and Kevin McCarthy is going to win the award, and we'll talk more about that on the other side. Hands down. Hands down. No doubt. 
the about face of the week. And can I say gay here at WABC? Uh, you are required to say gay when you're on the air. Well, what about in honor of what would have been Marvin Gaye's birthday, gay with an E? Uh, yeah, say it. Say it loud, say it proud. Stick around. left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Oh, a nice Long Island band, Blue Oyster Colts. Blue Oyster Colt. And that reminds me, it's the 79th birthday <laughs> of Christopher Walken. Ah, who's had seven appearances on Saturday Night Live. One of the best. And the best, which I and my wife watch over and over, he's there and he comes out as Bruce, I forget what his name, the producer, the famed record producer. Right, right. And he says yes. to the classic Blue Oyster Cult <laughs> song. More cowbell. More what cowbell. You, what you, I don't know if I do it, Chris. What do you, more cowbell? It's one of the best sketches of all time. And let, let me tell you, he is psycho boy extraordinaire. <laughs> now, I ask you, I ask our audience. Yeah. Think of it. There was that yacht... It was off Catalina Island. No, that was not the Sea Org uh, ocean liner of okay. L. Ron Hubbard and right. Scientologists. Right. There was Robert Wagner, husband of Natalie Wood, and there was Christopher Walken, her co-star in the oh, movie. Oh, Natalie, watch out for the soap on the deck. Exactly. <laughs> right. Again, no, not that, good. That They're like mystery, saying, no, don't do that. that I got to work on that one. continues right. as to who threw Natalie Wood off of that mm. yacht. Was it Psycho Boy Chris Walken, Christopher Walken? Yeah, I don't think he's a psycho. I think he just plays Did you see psychos. Him in Deer Hunter, where yes. he got an Academy Award. He's great. He's in a he's in a show right now on Apple TV called Severance. He's got a bit part in it, and he's just eerie great. In it. By the way, what a dancer he is! A lot of people don't realize I, he I went don't, to dance school. You wouldn't no associate him. <laughs> he is a combination. Of Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire. He danced to an EDM song, like in 2000. Horrible song. The guy was jumping on tables, off tables, doing pirouettes. Why haven't I been invited to... I can't do it. I, he don't, have it. I don't have a Christopher Walker. Chris, Sorry, I'm trying. He is I was not prepared for this, Curtis. Psycho boy. There's no right. doubt. Remember he was in what? Seven psychopaths with Woody Harrelson and yeah. Colin uh, Farrell. Seven... Ba- seven... Seven heads in a duffel bag. Like the seven yeah. samurai, I yeah. mean, except without the samurai swords. Yeah. Total. And then he was in charge of the black narco uh, gang. He gets out of prison. What was that, King of New York? Remember he gets out of His prison? His cameo in Pulp Fiction. that He, he does that, like, two-minute monologue about... Keep holding the watch for the guy, for Bruce Willis's father in Vietnam. I know, but you're, you're wait a second. You're saying King of Staten Island, you know, uh, Davidson, Kardashian man. Right, right. I'm saying King of New York. When he gets out of jail and he looks at the guy he left in charge, the black narco terrorist gang, and he goes, "You never visited me in prison." <laughs> And he had that look on his face. Yeah, yeah. You knew that guy was dead. He's so good. You never visited. So good. Why didn't you where, visit where are you me going in prison? Where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? Well, the fact that you... I'm not on the list. ...are humiliated. I'm devastated. Uh, our crack uh, staff here has printed out every notable person who has ever been birthed on Long yeah. Island. And you don't even make the grade. I feel like Mark Levin's producer's back there, and they took my name off no, this list. No, no, no. Also here... Uh, at our flagship station, Greg Kelly, 
right, who was a lieutenant colonel, United States Marine yep. Corps, fly guy, was in the fly, yep. uh, no-fly zone over Iraq, son of the longest-serving police commissioner in the history of New York. Ray Not Kelly. on the list. Featured on uh, Newsmax every night at he 7 He was on o'clock. Channel 5 for 20 years. Garden City. He's not on the Garden list. City. No, I, I'm not on the well, list. Let me get an example. I think you got Rob. Pat Panatar, give me your best shot. You know, LL Cool J, yep. I'll knock you out. Pat Panatar. But Tony Bennett, how can Long Island claim Tony Bennett? He's the Astoria kid. and he's <laughs> He was in, probably born on Long Island. He's in the New Jersey Hall of Fame. They claim him in New Jersey, Everybody too. Everybody claims Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett's international. Bob Costas? Is Bob he from Co- St. Louis? No, he's from Comac. You're kidding. He's from Comac, yeah. Struck me as a Midwest guy. Rodney Dangerfield? Hey, ho, hey. I got no respect. Fran Drescher. I'm not Rodney Dangerfield. I got no respect, eh? She went to Hillside High School. Excuse me. Uh, no, no, no. Hillcrest High School. Maybe she moved to Long Island. There's no... De- Debbie Gibson, the mall Debbie singer? Gibson's from Long Island. We all know that. Everybody right. knows that. Joey Heatherton. Oh, Joey Heatherton. I don't know who that is. She was drop-dead gorgeous. You know, when Dean Martin had his variety I, I'm show... I'm sure I have more followers on Twitter than her. Uh, and yet, I don't I'm think not she's alive list. any longer. Kevin James, uh, Kevin King James of Queens. is from War. He went to Ward Melville High School. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio lives a mile no, from me. I saw the opening credits to Karate <laughs> Kid. He grew up in Weehawken. That's a Everybody fantasy. Saw that. That's a fantasy. They didn't want to have to deal with the traffic getting over the George Washington Bridge, so they started the movie in New Jersey. Harvey Milk, San Francisco. No, Harvey Milk went to SUNY Albany. He's the most famous person to graduate from SUNY Albany, but oh, I am on. on that list. Rosie Perez, she's Brooklyn all over. No, no, no. She grew up in, like, Comac. And then Ray Romano? Come on. Another one. Another Long Island guy. I think he went to Hillcrest High no, School. No, no. Long Island. And then Leslie West, Forest Hills. No. Leslie West was born and raised on Long Island, moved to Forest Hills. The only one I'll give you credit for, because uh, as a part Polish-American growing up, the hero of all Poles was Karl Yastrzemski of the Red Sox, who grew up on a potato farm in Suffolk County. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you're not on this Fixed list. It. I'm not on the list, man. I'm, I'm not looking. on the list. I, I, I read it twice, man. You know, I'm, not uh, on I'm it. number one on the Canarsie list. I think I'm number one on the Center Reach list. Center which is a part of Long Island. I couldn't even Island. find that with an electron Center microscope. Center Reach and Ronkonkoma are the two places I grew up. <laughs> Rock. How, far, know, how far is that from Bohemia where my uh, wife grew up? Ronkonkoma is about a minute from Bohemia. They border each other. They are border towns, Bohemia and Ronkonkoma. In fact, the they go to the around, same school. Guys ride around in pickup trucks like they're down south. Yeah, like they, hillbillies. Some, of them, some guys do. I don't. A lot, a lot of SUVs on Long Island. People are worried about the snow. But you know what? You know what I'm worried about? Hypocrisy. I think this show does a great job of calling out hypocrisy. So I think it's time for us to do the About Face of the Week. It's the left versus the right. Right, left, right, left, right, left. About Face. So there's been a lot of bad behavior among House Republicans I think we have a mashup of some of the things that have been said by House Republicans over the last couple of years. And all of it met with deafening silence. Play the mashup for me. If I must join Alexander Hamilton, the first person attempted to be censored by this House, so be it. It is done. I walked to my left, and there she is. Ilhan Omar. And I said, well, she doesn't have a backpack. We should be fine. Everything that I've heard of Q... I hope that I hope that this is real because it only means America is getting stronger and better and people are returning to conservative values and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. And this is exactly the type of abuse that Nancy Pelosi is talking about. 
So all that gets a pass. Speaking at conferences introduced by white supremacists, white supremacists okay, so, uh, all gets a about pass. About how many of uh, the Republican con- uh, Congress people were in that? Uh, there were about eight of them in okay. there. It's all mixed up. So you got eight you picked out. I just take the squad, all four of them, and then well, I could. Oh, we could debate the squad later. We're talking about one person Okay, right okay. Right. Who is that? Who is we're talking that? about Kevin McCarthy because finally something has got him to discipline a member. Finally. After all these years, he has taken umbrage with something that was said. Play this clip. Look at all these people. A lot of them that I, I, you know, I've looked up to through my life. I've always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get invited to like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove, you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. So that is uh, Madison Cawthorn, who is a first year member of the House of Representatives from the great state of North Carolina. He's in his 20s, I might add, uh, saying that he has been invited to orgies and coke parties with his fellow House Republicans. Let's give a little bit now, of Kevin McCarthy story, was very upset with that and, and, and disciplined him and said, you've lost my trust. All right, but hold on a second. Here's this young guy against all odds, won the congressional seat, vacated by Mark Meadows when right. he became uh, the chief of staff for then President Donald Trump. Uh, Trump did not endorse his candidacy. He actually beat the Trump candidate. He, did. He, did. he beat the, uh, I think, Mark Meadows candidate. Turns out that he's been the most Trumpy guy in Congress, though, since he's gotten there. And he's best known because when you see him, young as he is, he's in a wheelchair. He is. So immediately, it's sort of like when you look at the governor of Texas, who is in a wheelchair, is you a little sympathetic, a little empathy. Right. You said, okay, the guy's in a wheelchair. You think back FDR. We never really saw FDR in a wheelchair. Right, right. Okay. And so he said some things there that sound like they were completely off the hook, right? It's like all of a sudden he uh, went to parties, uh, Republicans or lobbyists. I, I just, my thing is, why all of a sudden, Kevin? Are you upset with a member? They have been doing all sorts of things. You've defended them. You've said that you're going to give uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene back her committee assignments when you become speaker, which I don't think will ever happen. But Jim Jordan will give it back to him anyway. Um, you, Even though she's been you know, making anti-Semitic statements, speaking at white supremacist rallies, generally embarrassing your members, this, which might be true, May not, but it's not even political. It's nothing offensive. I mean, people go, consenting adults can have orgies if they want. I mean, I'm not against it. I, don't, I haven't been invited to one, unfortunately, in my lifetime, but I'm not against it. Uh, you know, people do drugs. Uh, you know, uh, cocaine's kind of serious. I wouldn't be advocating for people to do that. But you were certainly in uh, proximity to people doing cocaine when you were growing up at parties. I have never seen cocaine ever in my life, other than one time... I was at a Pink Floyd concert at Giant Stadium, and I saw somebody doing it in their car. It's the only time I've ever seen it. Yeah, what a prude. And you were yeah. a bartender? Bartenders would sell. Could have been could have been happening in the bar. I never saw it. Never, never came in front of me. You do know a lot of bartenders would augment their income by selling cocaine. Well, I was in college. I was augmenting my income by bartending. Well, that's right. You were <laughs> a towny bar. Right. All right, but well, let's get bar. back to this young man. Very immature. I think we can all agree on that. Definitely immature, without a doubt. But I think, and I don't know this to be a fact, that he conflated something here. Mm. You have to understand that people, when they start weaving these narratives, and we've heard narratives before that go in a million different directions. Sure, sure. Not to the extent like this, 
Well, we heard it from Bill Clinton. It's Bill Cl- pretty specific. I know, okay. but Bill Clinton was great with narratives. You know, the in Hope, Arkansas, grew up. A black church was burned right. down and proved not to. And a whole bunch of politicians. Right, right. Uh, wing, left wing, Republicans, Democrats. I think this young man, because Roger Stone has been in the news so much. Remember, given a pardon right. by then President Donald Trump. But the court process, the trial, and now even uh, January 6th. So I'm saying to myself... He's thinking back as a student of Republican history, and he's saying, he was this guy, Roger Stone, hitman for the Republican Party. Right. By the way, who made his bones in a cafeteria of his elementary school, I think in Norwalk, Connecticut, where he went around to all the kids and said— He's not on the Long Island list. I checked. I was looking for But him. imagine this. As a kid, he said to all the kids, you've got to tell your parents to vote for JFK or we're all going to hell. Right. And then to become the number one sycophant, toady, and lackey of Richard Nixon during Watergate. And the rest of the story is he's working for all these Republican candidates. Right. And then all of a sudden it's Bob Dole. This is before Viagra. He's the all-American candidate from Kansas. The last candidate from Kansas was Dwight Eisenhower, right? <laughs> he's walking in his foot against right. Bill Clinton. And it turns out... Let me be a bridge to the past. ...that Roger Stone was advertising openly in Swinger magazines, he and his wife... I know. ...at a Swinger club in Fort Lauderdale. Full picture. ...invites Jeffrey Tubin from CNN to do an interview. Remember? Right. The guy who ended up, uh, you know, what was it? I wonder if Jeffrey Tubin went to the the stripper club with him. Whatever. Probably. But he was out and open about it. He was not apologizing. Didn't hide it. Said, this is who I am. Yeah. He said, look, I'm not doing drugs. I'm not a lush. This is what I like to do. I like to go in and enjoy a good orgy or two. And Bob Dole and his had wife. Had a heart attack. Remember the, his yeah. wife had on the American Red about, Cross. Well, Bill Clinton sweet cheating oh, on his wife. And oh, blah, blah. oh, my God. Right. Bob, you got to get rid of him. And they axed him. They, they fired him. Only for him to return a million times. Yeah. You can't yeah, he's Trump's guy. Roger Stone. Look at the documentary on Netflix. No matter how. He, even I, with the conviction, he gets pardoned. I'm thinking this young man conflated. Do you think maybe he was invited to an orgy by Roger Stone? No. I don't, no, I don't, I don't so. know. I don't think so. I don't uh, think so. Well, somebody invited him to an orgy. Well, did I? I think that he told the truth. And he was reprimanded for telling the truth because you could do whatever no, you want, no. but don't play games with our family values. No, That's what Kevin no, McCarthy. We problem. still got to get those religious right wingers to vote for this us. This is the we problem need when you blanketly indict. You make right. it appear that it could have been anybody in the House, anybody right. in the Senate, any of the lobbyists or former Republicans who served in the House or the Senate. It's the same thing that. The U.S. Senator from New York, Gillibrand, did mm. when she went after her fellow Democrat from Al Minnesota. Franken, yeah. Uh, and he got washed out. I don't like that he got washed out. Okay, but he, he got washed out. Yep. And then she went on to tell a tale that when she was the young U.S. Senator who had been chosen to replace, remember, Hillary Rodham Clinton in a battle. Remember, there was Obama yep. and the Kennedys on one side because they want Caroline Kennedy. Obama said, and Bloomberg said, you got to go with Caroline Kennedy, who, by the way, couldn't chew gum and think at the same time. And then your boss, Chuck Schumer, who muscled his way in and said, oh, no, I want Annie Oakley from outside of Albany, who believes in the Second Amendment, who is a moderate Democrat. Because Chuck's a moderate. Yeah, but Leave still. that. Still. And remember what she said? When I came into the cloakroom, there were a bunch of perv senators that were all over, and would never name names. You can't I, do that. I don't doubt it, but yeah, I don't, you can't 
oppose. You can't just say that. But that said, somebody said something to Madison Cawthorn, and Kevin McCarthy doesn't want him talking about it anymore. That's the about the face of the week. The future speaker of the U.S. House uh, of Representatives. I think he's going to resign after Jim Jordan takes the speakership from him next year. <laughs> Stick around. More to come. It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Oh, little Alanis. Little Alanis Morissette, baby. I hate this. Hate Man, Alanis. it's such a bummer. Here it is. We were like on a plateau. You know, the energy was up, and this is like—it's almost like you want to, you want to, you want to impale yourself. No, she's fantastic. This is a great song. Ironic, fantastic. You know, like this you, song? you know, you did this purposely because I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna Will Smith you now. <laughs> yeah. You're not even listed. I am looking at the list of famous people from Canarsie, Brooklyn. That's right. And and you, I are, rocked the you, house. You are on the list along with Howard Sol- Schultz. Howard Schultz of and, Starbucks. And, and John Sally. Yeah, but let me tell you a story. A S's from Howard Schultz, right? The guy wanted to run for president independent, gave that up quick when he got booed right, out there right. uh, at a uh, book signing at Barnes & Noble. Right. So anyway, he grows up in the Bayview Housing Projects. Jewish kid. Yep. He ends up babysitting for John Sally, the famous basketball player. Huge. Who played for the Detroit Pistons, L.A. Lakers, a great sports didn't caster. He, didn't he end his career with the Knicks? Didn't he spend some time with the Knicks, John might Sally? Have, I think he might have. A cup of coffee. Yeah. He had a cup of yeah. coffee. Uh, went to Canarsie High School. There so you go. legitimately Canarsie in the projects. But Howard Schultz, one of the richest guys in the world, you know, guy who oversaw Starbucks. You're, you're, uh, you're uh, El a Grande man, Latte. A man who got us to pay $3 a cup for coffee. That came out of the projects. Yeah. And then they have another guy on this list that I went to junior high school with who should not be on this list. Why is that? Because, like Mike Tyson, he's from the Ville, never ran, never will, Brownsville. World be free. Did you know him growing up? I went to junior high school with him when there was forced busing. <laughs> right. Billisey Junior High School, so they're busing in all the black young men and women from Brownsville. They didn't want to be there, and we didn't want them there. And he's in gym class. The guy, believe it or not, could not play basketball. So the coach says, well, this is how you shoot. He's teaching them how to shoot. Lloyd Bernard Free was his name, LBF. From that day forward, he never passed the ball. He was a chucker. But he... Got into college and got into the pros. He went to, I think, Guilford College, but right. he ended up with the Philadelphia 76ers. He would shoot from 50 feet out. Yeah. He would never pass the ball. And then he owned the Superfly Boutique right on Pitkin Avenue in the heart of Brownsville. <laughs> you wanted to go to a haberdashery to get a suit, you know, multicolored suit? You had to go to Superfly. Now, is that where you got the red sateen jackets? No. No? No, no. He and I, I, I did not get them? along with World Be Free because he wouldn't pass to me. And it wasn't because <laughs> I was white. Because you were pa- short. He didn't pass to any of the brothers. He was a chucker. He you just see? didn't pass. But notice, I'm on the list. You're on the list. I, look, if somebody made a list of famous people from Center Age, I'd probably make the list. But I don't think there's enough people from Center Age for them to make that people list. People can't even find that place. <laughs> it's the middle of Long Island. I understand. It's literally... 
the middle of Long Island. As far it? as you could be from Manhattan, what was as it? far P- as you could be from Montauk. What was it? Spudheads, Potato Farm. What was it? Well, when I was growing up, it was just strip malls and, you know. It was dull. And dull houses. life, right? Yeah, it dull was pretty life. dull. And now yeah, look was... at you now. You're this big marker, uh, not was... North Shore. Regular appearances on the Fox News channel. Yeah. It doesn't get yeah. any bigger than that. Well, clearly not big enough. I mean, I got people who have half the Twitter followers of me, not, or not even half. Making the Long Island famous list. Who wrote this list? I, I believe that Bill O'Reilly and Tucker Carlson are in charge of this list. No, no, I want to recap. Tucker Carlson is not from Long Island. I got to talk to my agent. Why am I not on that list? <laughs> You're so low budget. It's you so, don't realize it, Chris Hahn. So bad. You so, couldn't even make the Suffolk County list. Never I'm mind on, the Long I'm Island list. I'm not even list. on the Suffolk County. How about the town of Brookhaven? Did I make that list? <laughs> no. I am really, really annoyed by this whole thing. It's okay. Stick around. Two Famous guys will be back. Oh, yeah, a little heart. Love this. I was watching them do a concert the other night on some channel. You really yeah. thought that they were sisters or what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. They were sisters. They are sisters. I don't know. I think it was a little Lesbos love there. No, 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 no. They're sisters. Hey, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Can I talk about that in Florida? No. My theory of We're going to get banned in Florida if we start saying gay all day. We well, need to. I have our... to because, uh, remember, April 1st was the anniversary right. of Martin Gay being uh, killed by his daddy. And then April 2nd is his, at would have been his actual birthday if he yeah. was still alive. Am I permitted in Florida to... Uh, by this man, you are permitted to say it whenever you want because I think, quite frankly, it's ridiculous. I think it's like pandering to a ridiculous religious right base of the Republican Party that, you know, Ron DeSantis thinks he needs to get elected president. And he might be right, unfortunately. And this bullying of, of, of you know, gay kids and transgender kids... Is kind of ridiculous because it it just is it's sad that he would do that. How is this bullying? Explain this to me. You're making it uncomfortable for kids, not not just gay kids, but kids who may have gay parents. I, I mean, I I know that when you were a kid, when I was a kid, you go to school, you sit around in a circle, you talk about your parents. Well, what if you have two dads or two moms? You're not allowed to talk about that. In, in, well, who in, said in schools, it, who that's said, that's what the bill says for kindergarten through third grade. You're not allowed to talk about that. Stuff. I don't think the bill says that you can't say the term gay. You can't I, say I think the that, term I, lesbian. Let, let's be clear. Progressives are doing what Republicans always do. We are taking the most extreme version of that bill and we're telling everybody that's what it is. Because, like, for example, the Green New Deal. The Republicans found some sort of staff memo where they were brainstorming ideas and they said, "Look what they're trying to do. They're trying to ban chopped meat." And that was what the Green New Deal became among conservatives. Democrats are doing what conservatives sure, have always done. Sure We're that? saying Republicans don't want Democrats. They don't want people to be able to say gay. I thought it was Cory Booker who was trying to ban chopped meat. Was... Well, he banned it from himself because he's a, a vegetarian. Oh, didn't he lose his boo? I Look, man, I feel bad for him. Right? Leave him alone. Wasn't there at the Academy Awards with his boo? Who was his boo there? Uh, I don't think she was at the Academy Awards. It's what's her name? Come on, Rich. Rosario Dawson. Are you sure yes. she wasn't a beard? No, she was not a beard. But that was his boo. That was what he said. So he's moved on. He's moved on. All right. So let's get back to he's the Santa's focused then. on his, his work. Cory Book has already dealt out of the deck. And by the way, he doesn't need a beard. You think you need a beard in New Jersey to be a senator? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the people in New Jersey would, would accept him no matter what. 
Yeah, but just he should be real if, in fact, he is. I I agree. I think anybody who is, uh, you know, living, I, I, look, it's up to you what you disclose to people. But I don't think you should try to say I'm not by having somebody associated with you who right, is just so playing a role. Let's, let's say, let's but I don't think I don't think that's what's going on. With hypothetically, Booker. Booker. You know, I remember this is, this is only up to the third grade now. Right. You get through the rest of your elementary school, your junior high school, your high school. You can talk about this pretty much all you want. Now it's up to the, the original, third the, grade. The, the original sponsor of the bill wanted it to never be discussed. And he also wanted teachers to tell parents if a kid came out as gay to them. He wanted to require the teachers to rat on their on their students. So let me get this straight. The parent is responsible for the kid 24-7-365. Right. If, let's say, the child has a medical issue in class now, a uh, nurse, uh, school nurse, and I remember the one that I had, Nurse Ratchet at PS114, <laughs> would do triage on Right. You know, you got stabbed in the hallway. She'd apply the tourniquet. World be free, stabbed right. you because you were saying, pass me the ball. <laughs> exactly. Right. So back then, right. a, a school nurse actually was a multitasker. Now they're limited. If they wanted to give your child, whether you were a parent, grandparents, or guardian, a St. Joseph's baby I know. Aspirin, they got to tell. They got you they gotta gotta permission. Get your permission. Right. So now a kid is talking to a shrink or a psychologist. Or a teacher. Or a guidance counselor or whatever. And says, you know, teach, I think uh, I might be gay or lesbian. Or, or maybe I am, they say they are. Or I'm a transgender. Right. You're telling me the parent shouldn't know? I think that there may be a reason why the parent doesn't know, right? Maybe the parents would not be accepted. Maybe the kid needs to come out to the parent in their own time. I don't think it's up to the state, which what schools are, to tell the parent what the, you know, to out the kid to the parent. That would be the most horrible thing in the world. All right, all right. Okay. Well, let's extrapolate this a little bit yes, and leave please. the uh, sexuality. Not everybody is so accepting as you and I. I'm sure if your kids came home to you and said, you know, dad... I'm gay. Or if my kids said that to me, I'd be accepting of it. Not, not a, a problem, problem at all. I wouldn't care. Look, look. I, I would love them no matter I what. Knew but not everybody on. is as accepting, and you and I both well, know that. Because I was exposed to it. So in the 60s, what we would do in the summer is we'd go up to uh, Plymouth Rock, where my cousin Jimmy Lonegro, whose nickname as an actor was Cochise, he did the one-man show for Carl Sandburg. He was a very accomplished actor. But his dream was to own a summer stock theater. So he and his partner, Leon, now, remember, they said partners at the time, but right. they lived together. Right. It was a gay relationship. It was obvious to me as a now kid. Now millennials call boyfriend and girlfriend partners. It's free. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> so, like, so call anyway. it your girlfriend or your boyfriend, but they say, oh, it seems too juvenile. So they own, <laughs> right, they own the theater. It's clear they're a right. partnership. They live together. It, it's like, uh, you know, two people in love. Right. Then I saw some thespians, some young uh, wannabe uh, actors and actresses making their bones in summer stock. Clearly, they were gays or lesbians. You know, of course, yeah. Right. It didn't strike me as odd, but I didn't discuss it with my parents. I wasn't going up to them and asking. Well, you weren't, but you I was an observer. You, you also weren't confused about your own sexuality at the time. I didn't even know what sexuality was. I, well, I got it, but again, why is the state involved at all? In this that, is, this is third well, grade, second grade, first grade. This is, grade, like, grade, this is what I want to understand about conservatism. Doesn't the conservatives want the state out of your life? So why do why does why does Ron DeSantis think that it's okay for the state to be involved in this? Well, I'll give you an example, and this might be an like, extreme like, case. To me, it's the opposite of conservatism, and this might be an extreme case. Yes. But this has happened. 
So you get a transgender or a transvestite who comes into a class, invited by a teacher, to read nursery stories to a class. Right. You don't think that the parents might object to that? Well, what if that transgender person is a parent of one of the other kids? Well, then, it, 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 why, well, why do they get to object to who? Why do they get to object to somebody who just wants to do what everybody else Chris, does? Chris, uh, I don't know when you're children or when you got sex education in school, but I know for me, it fourth didn't... grade, I got watched that film strip. All right, fourth yeah. grade. All right, yeah. for me, it was junior high school, and still it was confusing. Right, you I'm know, still confused. Putting I'm, the condom I'm, on the I'm banana still, that still, was the big one. The I'm condom on the banana that we can never negotiate. The condom on the banana, right. the Chiquita banana. Forty by the years way. later, I'm still confused. But, right. Yes. So the point is. You, generally, you do it later on. Nobody's saying the kids can't be exposed to this, but damn it, let them be a kid for a little bit. Again, I don't think culture wars are what win the election for Ron DeSantis. What he wants to do is solidify his base. This is not him governing Florida. This is him running for United States presidency in Iowa a year from now. Ah, That's what this is about. I see. And by taking on Mickey and Minnie Miles. Yeah saying that you're no longer going to be permitted to have carve-outs. I didn't know this about uh, Disney World. I didn't know this about the uh, Miracle Kingdom, yeah, they right? are a, the Magic the Kingdom. Ma- they are a, their own government inside Florida. I had no idea. It's like the Vatican. Yeah, they got a, they got their own police force, a jail, a judge. I've been there. You've been, I've been to there. Mickey Mouse jail? What were you, trying to organize Guardian Angels? <laughs> no. The Magic Kingdom? You know, we got a little problem over at Epcot Center. <laughs> we're going to need some Guardian Angels over here. We have. <laughs> you know, the people have been getting mugged on the monorail. We have. <laughs> Let's get Curtis Lee right. in here. We have Guardian Angels down right. there in Orlando. Right. On the Orange Blossom Trail, which is like oh, all these no-tell motels, crackheads. And then over in what they call Pine Hills or Crime Hills. That's in Orange County, which surrounds it. Right. And in Kissimmee, which is right next to it, which is like little Puerto Rico. All the migrants came from Puerto Rico after uh, Kissimmee is also a place where now, like, there's million do- trillion-dollar hotels, right, right. right? But I never knew that Disney World was an independent and autonomous cutout. You know, those pirates of the Caribbean are starting to really get into their parks. <laughs> part. We better, get the, we better get the Guardian Angels so to start ex- patrolling. Explain this to we me. We want to make sure they're not messing up the people on Space Mountain, please. So they were independent and autonomous. <laughs> yeah, totally. So now what does Mickey and Minnie do now that all of a sudden DeSantis said, hey, if you don't like it, pack your He's bags never going to get that done. They're the biggest employer in, in Florida, probably the biggest donor in Florida. And if I was him, I would be concerned because I do not believe that his reelection is guaranteed. Now, granted, it is a it is a great year to be a Republican in America. It would be a great year no matter what was going on. The first term, you know, the first midterm election of any president always swings the way of the opposite party. So it's a great time for him to be running. But he won by like one tenth of one percent four years ago. He was not you know, he has not governed as somebody who well, he, he basically won against the young African American guy who was the mayor of the swamp, right? Uh, uh, Tallahassee. Ta- yeah. No, no, not ta- Gainesville. Oh, Gainesville, yeah. Gainesville, right? This guy came out of nowhere. Very well spoken, very good looking. His first problem with the FBI is they said, Where did you get those free tickets to Hamilton? You know, the most demanded thing in the universe. How did you procure them? You know, did you get wine, diamond, pocket line? He wasn't able to right. answer that. And you're right. He just lost by the barest. Skin of his teeth. 
and then eventually ended up yeah, we don't have to in a hotel, hotel room. I mean, he definitely uh, had some problems with after uh, that. meth up his tuchus, uh, with his not uh, everybody handles male, uh, not prostitute. everybody handles defeat as well as you and I do. Okay, let's well, just, I'm let's... not going to tell you personally what I did when I lost to Eric right. Adams as mayor. But, but, but you know, you and I handle a lot better. I, was, than I tell you one thing: I wasn't putting meth up my tuchus. You know what I did when I lost? What? I went to the batting cage. Oh, yeah. I literally, people, I was there for a week, like, just hitting baseballs. I love the batting cage. That's what I did You can take. You see, I, the alternative for me was liquid Prozac, like Mike Tyson, <laughs> to get rid of that anger management. You're, you're right. Getting into that batting cage, he used to have it in Coney Island. They yeah. just opened up Luna Park yesterday. They no longer have the batting cage. I get in that batting cage, and I just keep swinging I and winging. I love it. I love it. Crush, crush that horse! Banging it. I, I mean, it was like it was. It was just therapeutic. I did it for about a week. I went there for a couple hours a day for about a week. Better than reaching when into I was the in trunk my 20s, I lost. of your muscle car, pulling out those uh, Louisville Sluggers from Hillock and Bradsby, and then making uh, Gavone's knee sing and ring because you'd kneecap them. No, nah, I wasn't doing any of that. I was no, just, I figured that. From I where was, were you in the center? Region? I was literally at the Selden batting cage, which no longer exists. <laughs> oh, God. It's still there. They didn't build anything there. It's just not open anymore. All right, it's so gone. back to <laughs> Disney World that I had no idea was like the Vatican. Right. You know, independent. What do they have? The Swiss Guard there? They the do. Guard, uh, those, Mouse those, Minnie Mouse? They have their own Disney guard. So what are they able to do there that they don't have to go to Tallahassee for permission from either the governor or well, the they, state they, legislature? It's traffic control mostly, and it is some minor arrest issues there. They have the ability to kind of like if people are not – people being rowdy. So what is it? I don't understand what DeSantis is saying to them. He's in saying this he's going to take that away. What, what does that mean? That now the people of the state of Florida are going to have to pay for traffic patrols around Disney World or or the or the city of Orlando? Who's going to pay for that? Right now, Disney pays for all of that, all of that, and they deal with all of that. And there's a lot of people that come in and out of Disney. You would need to have a substantial, I would say, tens of millions of dollars of expense, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars. Of all expense right, but DeSantis's uh, profile is definitely rising. He's up. just picking fights. Look, he's not really going to do that. He's picking a fight. For his national audience and a very specific national audience right, let's of look religious at, let's rights. Let's look at the profile. Let's look at the profile. Because uh, Trump was in Georgia last night, right? Yeah, the devil a... went down to Georgia. Right, okay. So sure, he, sure he, he was did. speaking about that and he was attacking the transgender issue. Of course he was. So cultural Because, you know, he's a bully. He's never met a, a, a victim he didn't want to bully. All right. So here it is, DeSantis, Italian kid, Italian-American kid, but... From cow country in northern Florida. So he's not an urban guy. He's up right. uh, north. Uh, nice, gorgeous wife. Unfortunately, she's uh, battled uh, breast cancer. She survived. She's doing okay. Uh, he, is, he reminds me more at times of uh, the former Shamu El Jefe Chris Christie. You know how he gets right in your I face. I think he's actually taken on this persona that is very Trump-esque. Right? I think he's but not taken, totally Trump. Not, he's, like, he's like Trump with less drama. Right, that's who he wants people to see him as. Now you know, I have the same positions as Trump. I'm as tough as Trump, but I won't be as dramatic as Trump. You won't have the problems you yes, have. Yes, yes, I would what say he wants. so. And I'm younger. You know, I'm hipper. I'm younger. I'm, I'm not as fat. My hair is naturally mine. I've only had one wife. No, but it's also he. He's hipper. You know, in, in a sense. I wouldn't that, say he's hipper. Well, he takes on young people. He takes on young. He'll go right into the face of a young person like he did. Remember he when he had the press like, conference? He, he, yeah. He, take, take your mask yeah. off. This is nonsense. Well, he also yelled and screamed at reporters. You know, he does what Trump does. Kick reporters out, ban reporters. Right, so can we agree it's a combination 
of Shamu El Jefe Chris Christie, Donald Trump. He's somewhere in between that. Yeah, I think you're probably right. All right. So yeah. here it is. He's he's in, in, he's building his national profile on these cultural issues right. and now taking on Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Although one thing, Christie would never touch those social issues. That was not his thing. Right. But forget Christie and let's go to Charlie Crist who has perpetually run for office in Florida, well, who is his governor. opponent. He's been governor. He's a congressman right I now. Get, I get an email from Charlie every day. Asking for money. Uh, no, telling me how bad uh, Ron DeSantis is and quoting local polls. Yeah, and asking we don't for get money. Yeah. The Florida polls. And he'd like to make you believe that it's neck and neck. It's neck and neck. But here's a guy, Charlie Chris, who's been all over well, the Well, he's map. got to win a primary, too. First. He was uh, the, the Republican, who then converted, became the Democrat, he uses man tan when in the South you can actually get a real tan. <laughs> we don't know that. Tan out of the can. Why do you say he's Because using that? He's, he's like orange. He glows in the dark. Well, doesn't Trump glow in the dark? Well, it, it, some people think he uses uh, well, man tan too. To, maybe, some people think. Some people think. He's like, the guy uh, puts makeup on before he goes out he, on stage and he doesn't cover his whole neck. He's it's like, like uh, <laughs> remember the baseball player Rusty Starr? Yes. L'Orange. Yeah. Remember he had the orange hair? Yeah, the orange, yeah. Okay, so we got all that. Charlie Chris insists that he's going to become the governor again. Now, he's run for every office in the state of Florida. He's, he raises a lot of money. He does. He seems to know everybody. He gets wine dined in pocket line. He doesn't have anywhere near the war, tr- uh, the war chest. $80 million. Yeah, DeSantis has got, I bet you it's probably uh, over 100 by now. So why don't we make a little wager here because they're talking about bringing casino gambling, uh, gambling into New York City where you actually can play board games like right. you can in Florida. Oh, that'd be good. You know, you go to, little, Holly, uh, little, you go to uh, Hollywood, right? Texas Holder. Uh, right, you go to Tampa. Well, well what is that? Uh, the, they got the... Uh, the Hard Rock Casino. That's right, the Hard yeah. Rock. Yeah, legal gambling, legal games. Uh, you think Charlie Chris has a shot in hell of beating um, I need DeSantis? Odds. I need odds on that. I, need I, odds. I love DeSantis. Land. I need odds. There's freedom down in Florida. There's no freedom here. Yeah, well. And by the way, you can't get good Chinese. We got to talk about the state that is best known for freedom, live free or die, Second Amendment, known for its libertarian value, values, New Hampshire, and the Holy Rollers. The Hellfire Preachers. They're there. Are on their way to New Hampshire to convert oh. atheists and agnostics. I think times are too good for them, but we'll talk about it on the other side. It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. All right. If you missed a second of this show, download it in podcast form on Left versus right show.com. And that's VS. It's the Godfather of Soul, Soul Brother number one, James Brown. Yeah, baby. I got ants in my pants and I need to dance. Hot pants one and hot pants two. By the way, a lifelong Republican. Going way back when Kennedy was running against Nixon, you know yeah. who stood with Richard Nixon. I know because I saw it in Ebony Magazine and Jet Magazine. It was James Brown, look, lifelong Republican. I, I, I'm sure if he was alive today, he wouldn't be one. But look, Republicans have lost that. Do you know who came out and warmed up the crowd before James Brown would come out with Maceo and the Max? Oh, that was his who? backup. 
Al Slim Shady Sharpton. He was the little boy preacher from Brownsville. Grew up on Stone Avenue. There you go. He was like, he was mesmerized you, by James Brown. Did you know him growing up? Uh, no, he was on the other side. He lived by uh, World Be Free in Brownsville. Never ran, never will. Never saw him. Uh, not far from Mike Tyson. By the way, if you notice, the hairdo of James Brown is the hairdo that Al Sharpton originally had. Yeah. He tried to emulate Except he was well, a little bit on the uh, chubby, chubby not side. Not anymore. He looks pretty good. No, man. Now he looks like a bobblehead doll that you'd get he's if you went to uh, right Yankee now. Stadium or or the old Shea Stadium with he, David he's Wright. He's very, very thin. He's been doing something right. All right. So what's going on in New Hampshire, Curtis? You just got you burnt up right okay, now. Okay. So full uh, all-out Gallup poll. First time in American history that most Americans no longer identify themselves as being affiliated with a mosque, a synagogue, or a church. That's right. Whether it is a storefront church or it is a mega church. You and I, I'm not affiliated with the church. Are you affiliated with the no, church? Right. No. And they're saying that in New Hampshire, the majority of the people now identify as either agnostics, which they believe a little bit that they could be God. Right. That's me. Prove it. Or atheists where they don't believe in God at all. Right. You know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and it's over. I believe in God, okay. but I'm not a churchgoer. All right, so you're more of an right. agnostic. Yeah, I just don't think that we've got it figured out. I Although think, you know, your origin is very evangelical. Holy roller. Holy freaking roller. That's right. Yeah. Now, what happened is the uh, evangelicals and the charismatics who have a strong base in the South, all along the Mississippi River. So you look at Tennessee, the Tennessee Stump Jumpers, Missouri, Arkansas. Yep, yep. Uh, they have organized all the hellfire preachers. And they are on a caravan, you know, like you had the uh, truck like caravan. The tru- they're, they're basically taking over for the truckers to take. They're Can on we their, use your caravan. They're and- on their way to New Hampshire because they don't believe they have enough hellfire preachers. I just want to give you a little sample right. of what the folks in New Hampshire is, which is like the most libertarian state. Yes, live free or yep. die. Don't take my gun. You know, take my house, take my car, take my dog, but don't take my guns. Don't take any of my stuff. Is really what they say. There. But no longer. A place where religion dominates normal life. Guess what's coming to Manchester? And it isn't candidates getting ready for the (laughs) primary on either the Democratic or the Republican side to become the next president of the United States. It's hellfire preachers. Are you prepared? I know you prepared your house. I know you prepared your income. I know you prepared your marriage, your children. You planned out your whole life. But you've made no plans whatsoever for where you're headed when you leave this world. Hell is a place. It is a place that existed before you were ever born. It is there. It's going to be there. And there's nothing you can do to change that one bit whatsoever. There is a hell. It's it's the South in the summer. <laughs> That's why these guys are so fired well, up because they feel that heat. Uh, you know, you it's would, not as bad in the summer in New Hampshire. It's actually I saw, quite nice, a, and it's like a swamp, New Orleans, because it's really underwater. Yeah, they wear seersucker suits at the height of the humidity. It's horrible in the deep South. A seersucker suit, which is like you don't even see that in D.C., which is really more I, southern. I know. People will wear seersucker suits. I once took a cab from the Hart Senate office building to Union Station, and you could see Union Station from the Hart Senate. And office by building. the way, you feel like you're in a swamp. Never yeah, mind you feel what like Trump you're said. Swimming, yeah, exactly. But hellfire preachers. You grew up in which you were exposed to right. that. We're what to- impact? What impact did that have on the people of New Hampshire? I think they're going to ignore it, and these guys are going to just get some good maple syrup and go back to the South. We're going to have to talk more about this next week. 
It goes too fast, Curtis. What is it? God, guns, and what's the other G? Politics. Nobody's ever going to... No, government. Nobody's ever going to invite us to dinner. That's right. I want revenge. Curtis Lee with Chris Hahn. We'll see you next week. The big payback. That's where I live.